Okay, let's start our discussion of Parashas Nitzavim Vayelach. Doa Parsha, a little early version of uh, this week, but uh, get it in there. And Bezat Hashem, next week, um, Wednesday night is a well yun shel tshuva for the community. So I think next week we're going to be doing it Tuesday night. Not Monday, but Tuesday night next week will be... Uh, Parshas Ha'azinu. Next week, tu- next week, Tuesday night, um, will be um, will be the parshas here. Okay, Nisam and Vayelach. So just uh, again a one line opener. The beginning of Vayelach is uh, a famous question. The Torah tells us Vayelach Moshe. Vayelach Moshe does not say where Moshe went. It just says he went. And then it says Vayidaber. It says the very Ma'elach called Yisrael. So he went, and he um, doesn't say when he went anywhere. It's also a question. What Rashi is telling us, Rashi says Vayelach Moshe, and he just quotes the Dibra Hamaschil. He does not does not mention um, any comments. So we're not going to deal with that question right now. But Vayelach Moshe, I just saw from the uh, one of the Mayana Shel Torahs, Vayelach Moshe said in the first source, Afilu Acha Shekvar Halach Moshe Rabbeinu Mina Olam. Even after Moshe has left the world, Vayadabras at the very Mayel Kol Yisrael. Vayelach Moshe, even after Moshe Rabbeinu has been Vayelach. Vayadabra is called Rama Elo Kol Yisrael. He's still with us. He's still talking to us. His message is still um, echoing throughout Klal Yisrael. Odenu Medaber Tamid is Divriyat Torah Kol Yisrael. Everything that we have, every Chiddush that we have, as the Gemara says, every Chiddush that a Talmud Vasik was going to create in history comes from Moshe Rabbeinu. The source of that Chachma is Moshe Rabbeinu. So that's Vayelach Moshe. Even after he went, Vayadabra is called Rama Elo. He still he still affects us. Okay, getting back to the order that we're going in, back to the beginning of Nitzavim. Okay, you don't have to turn too many pages to get from the end of Ayelach to the beginning of Nitzavim, but uh, we we continue. The beginning of Nitzavim tells us, Atem Nitzavim Ayom Kilchem, you're all standing here, Tabchem Neshechem, again, Moshe Rabbeinu's last uh, last uh, instructions to Klal Yisrael, not towards the end, so towards the um, middle of the parsha. Uh, Moshe Rabbeinu talk, starts talking about the future. What's going to happen in the future? Beginning of Paraglamid. When these things happen, you will return. Many times, not this year, week before, you will return, you'll listen to his voice, will return you, this is a promise HaKadosh Baruch Hu tells us. Says the Chafetz Chaim. Says the Chafetz Chaim in source number two. Zuhi avtacha al geula ha'asida lavobukarov. This is a promise for the future geula. That's what we're talking about here. V'shav Hashem alokecha. V'tzrichem anu litzapos l'zman hazeh b'chol yom. And we have to hope for this day. Each day. V'zuhi achaz ha'shelo shashor al-anladam yom adin. So we know this is one of the six questions that we will be asked. The Gemara and Shabbos, Tachlamet Aleph, Lasse Lavo. Maybe the hardest question. If you think about the questions, were you honest in business? Okay, hopefully we can be honest in business. We know what to do. Did you, uh, were you Osik in raising a proper family? Um, what, what are the other questions? Pilpalta davar davar, right? Chachma questions. And then we have this question of Tzipisal Yeshua. Did you hope, did you hope for the salvation? Tzipisal Yeshua. So that one is, is somewhat more challenging. Did we hope for the Yeshua? Were we happy with the situation we had in life? Or what we misape? Vehine says the Chavetz Chaim. Echad hamafriim ayoser gadolim beinyan hamuna hazos. One of the greatest challenges that we have to this question. One of the mafriim. 
one of the one of the elements of existence that make us not believe, make it harder to be mechakelo, who matzavi manu b'shanim achrono ben ha'amim, our situation amongst the nations in the last couple of years, which the Chavaz Chaim died before World War II, for our situation in the last number of years, ki hayinu lag v'kelas bagayim v'hinenu atah shvelem abzuyim b'eni akol. We're so downtrodden. The lowliest of the nations. The Gula is going to come. The Gula is going to come in this situation, in this atmosphere, when we're the lowliest. V'rabim sholim ech zavshar. Many ask, how is this possible? Sh'uma shvela kazos titromim la'osu l'teferes l'eni akol. The Jewish people are going to be uplifted. They're going to be marumam. Look at them. We're the lowliest. Avol HaEmes says the Chafetz Chaim, and again, this is what this is talking about. We have to believe. Says the Chafetz Chaim, this is the way of the world, the way Hakadosh Baruch Hu set up the world. Throughout our history, over and over again, we go down, all the way down, and then we go up. And he says, look at a number of individuals in life. Avram Oledes Yislav Yosef and Kufshana. A hundred years. And then he had a baby. First he had to have the hundred years. A hundred years, Avram Avinu. It was impossible. Okay, ten generations before him, or before, they lived till 900. So then maybe you got a baby when you're 100. Right? You're a whippersnapper. But, you know, when you only lived, after that, till 175. So, you know, not so young. So, Apiateva, you're not going to have a child. Vachain Sari, Amra, Bastishim Shonatele, Sari was 90 years old. They got down to the Ashpos, May Ashpos, and only then came the Geula. That's what a Kaddish Baruch runs the world. He goes down, Kinafalti Kamti. Yaakov Avinu, Zachalam, Bejud, Beishvatim, Yaakov Avinu, with Zochet, Mimamet, 12 tribes, Lilachim, and Malach, Lanatzcho. When did Yaakov Avinu do it? Only, Acher She'elifaz, Lachach, Mimenu, Akol. When he had nothing left. Elifaz, the son of Esav, took everything from him. Barak Maklo Avraseyardain. Nothing! Nothing! Zero! We had nothing! And then the Geula came. Yosef, Zachal Malucha, line 16. Yosef, when did Yosef became the second in command? The prime minister. When? Only after he was sitting in jail. Without any hope. Yosef, Acharei Shahayatun, Abbas Asurim, Yud Beishana. Moshe Rabbeinu, Miomi Voldo, Kvayemuchan, Lazarus, Lubagayim. What did Moshe Rabbeinu? He's a little baby floating in a little basket in the Nile River. Think about the Nile River is not the calmest stream. A little pond in the backyard with a couple of ducks. That's not the Nile River. The Nile River had boats and, and alligators and it was a serious river. And a little baby in a little an old basket. It was it was he was at the bottom. The bottom. He was all by himself. A sof davar hayash and as a shliach Avraham, Yaakov, Yosef, Moshe, Yisrael. Yisrael. We were thorns. We were we were we were little bugs to the Mitzrayim. I'm sorry. Right? They all had to make 400 bricks every day, and they stopped getting the materials to make it. no rose. Terrible, terrible xeris. The Medrash says Paro bathed in the blood of the baby boys. They were the, the lowliest point. If anybody would have seen them, oh yeah, they're going to get redeemed. They're going to get taken out. They're going to be on top of the world and every other nation is going to be scared of them. 
in just a few years, in just a few days, nobody would believe and what happened? Pyro in the middle of the night couldn't let, couldn't wait to get rid of them. That's what a Kaddish Baruch Hu does. And not only that, continue after the Torah. The next paragraph, Misharaz Yisrael Bimei Haman. Shekvar nechta v'nechta v'chos v'amelech l'harug l'abedes kulam. What happened? The signet, right? The letters went out. You couldn't even retract the letters, return the letters. L'abedes kolihudim, minarvat zakin, everybody. Mihem and Azlomar, who would have believed? Shebiyomahu gufa, yehafech adavar azel soneim. On that very day, when it was supposed to happen, the tragedy was supposed to take place, Everything was turned around, and as the Navi, as the as the Father tells us in Esther, Rabim Miyami Aretz Yisyahadu, one of my favorite words in all of Tanakh, Yisyahadu, they became Yehudim. That's an unusual word, but they all became because they saw Hakadosh Baruch Hu. They saw him after what Haman, the same tree that Haman built, Mordechai was going to be on. Says the Chafetz Chaim, trying to give us hope, and if he's trying to give us hope before when he lived in the 1920s, 1930s. When we see the downtrodden state of everyone, there's nothing else that could be happening right now. The gula has to come. The gula has to come. Yes, the Gemara says in, in uh, two places that it's got to come by the year 6,000. Okay, we're not waiting that long. We don't want to wait that long. Right, we want a me'ashpos, me'ashpos yarem evyon, me'ashpos yarem evyon, that is what we're waiting for. Line 44, Think about the past and learn for the future. The more downtrodden we are, though it's harder, the more we have to think about that, Bezrat Hashem, it's even closer. In the footnotes over here, the Chavetz Chaim, in the, turning the page, the author of the Masei Lamelech, in the footnotes, he is, quotes a related point, not exactly, but it's a continuation of the point, and that is, you know, many ask, Mashiach didn't come in the time of Rabbi Akiva, or in the time of Rabbi Akiva Eger, or in the time of any of the great Rishonim and Achronim. It's going to come in our generation. But it didn't, what, the Rambam wasn't Zochah to the Mashiach, so, so we're going to be Zochah to Mashiach. The Rishonim, Right, the Shulchan Aruch, the Arizal. They didn't get Mashiach. We get Mashiach. You know, what kind of hope was this? He didn't get it, so forget it. Says the Masil HaMelech, no. Al Yomar Adam, source three. Ech yuchaliyo sheyavu Mashiach sevkenu b'yameinu, v'alo e'en b'yadeinu ma'isim tovim. We're nothing. D'zeh e'no. It's not, it's not true. D'yadua, d'kashak Kaddish Baruch Hu chafiz l'galeinu, e'en amistakel kolkach b'maseinu. Kaddish Baruch Hu says, don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. Because, as we know, there are different ways Mashiach is going to come, but, to use the English phrase, we stand on giant shoulders. Right? The much will give it by many of the Bali Musar. You have a big barrel. You have a big barrel. Kodesh Baruch Hu says that Mashiach is going to come when the barrel gets filled up with coins. That's when Mashiach is going to come. And every mitzvah and every any every roshem that we make in every generation, a certain number of coins. In the Rambam's generation, billions of coins went into the barrel. Rabbi Akiva Ego's generation, more coins and more coins. So who are we? We're nothing. No, no, no. We're, we're at the tippy. We're at the tippy top. Just a few more, a few more to throw into the barrel. You're right. We're not. No, but we're we're. It's cumulative. 
It's cumulative. We're, we're use, they're using us and we're using them. Shouldn't be a pella. What they were in Zohar to. No, there's ain't no kushia. It's not a problem. We're much smaller. But a Kaddish Baruch Hu puts all the all of the zechuyas together. Remember, I once heard of Shachter talk about this, and he says, you know, sometimes I walk out of my house and I look down the street and I want to see what's down the street, and I can't see what's down the street because there's a van parked in front of my vision and I can't see down the street. So I take my little my little boy, I put him on my shoulders, and he can tell me what's down the street. I, I'm much bigger than him. I put him on my shoulders, but I can't see. He can see. How can he see? He's tiny little. He's on my shoulders. He can see over the van. He's higher up. But that, that's the Gula. That's the Gula. Yeah, right? right. We're on the run. We're on Rabbi Akiva's shoulders. We're on Rabbi Yaakov Emden's shoulders. We're on Rabbi Moshe Feinstein's shoulders. But again, that's that's the Gula. It's going to happen. Every Gula happens so fast. In the time of Haman, in the time of Yosef, in the time of Yosef, in the time of Yosef, in As we mentioned a couple of months ago, I think it was the middle of the summer, that the Briskarov points out the only animamin, the only animamin out of the 13 that has something that we need to do besides believing is number 12. Animamin is I believe, da da da. I believe, da da da. I believe. Number 12. Animamin, the and then It's the only one of the animamins that has another action verb. That I have to do something. I believe that God doesn't have a goof. I believe, I believe, but she is coming, and that's a, that's not enough. That's the question of Tzipis Yeshua. Okay, that's Veshal Hashem Elokecha. Says we hear those psukim to this in this week. We have to make sure that we internalize the message and daven hard and yearn for it. As we continue, Paraglamid Pasik Yud Aleph and Yud Base. Okay, a number again. Many of these psukim are famous. Somebody's a Balkori, I guess the whole Torah is famous, but I can't say one Pasuk is more famous than the other, but the Torah tells us, Ki mitzvah this mitzvah that I'm commanding you. Which mitzvah are we talking about? Machlokas, Rashi, Ramban, Tshuva, Talmud Torah, not for now. Lo niflesi it's not far away from you, and it's not separated from you. Lo bashamayimhi, it's not in heaven. It's not in heaven. Let's say he's talking about Tshuva, the Ramban. Right, Loba Shemayim, it's not in heaven. Lemar, Miyalano Hashemayim, Avikachelano. Oh, is it in heaven? We have to go get it. Viashmienu Osevan Asena. No, what you have to do is not in heaven. The abilities are not in heaven. Velo Meiver Layami, it's not over the rivers. Lemar, Miyabalano, Alebar, Ayamikachelano. It's not there. Kikaro, Vilecha, Dover Mode. Beficha, Ubilvavcha, Plasoso. It's in your mouth and it's in your heart to do. So let's have one thought on Pasuk Yud Beis, one on Pasuk Yud Gimel, and one on Pasuk Yud Dalet. One thought on Lo Bashamayimi, one thought on Lo Meiver Layami, and two thoughts on Beficha Ubilvav Chalasosa. So let's go step by step. Lo Bashamayimi. A very famous Gemara, which many of us know outside, but let's see it inside. That discusses Lo Bashamayimi and a comment of the Tosvas on the Gemara. So the Gemara is known as the Gemara of Tanur Shel Achnai. It's a certain type of oven that there was a machlokas about between Rabbi Elazar and the Chachamim. Whether it was Tamir or it was Tahar, without getting into the details. Tanur Shalachnoi, it was this oven. So, on the third line of source number four, Tana, Baosa, Baosa Shah, 
On that day, the rabbi, the Rabbi Eliezer, tried to convince the Rabbanan of his opinion the whole day. They wouldn't budge. No, sorry. Amr Lahem. And now Rabbi Eliezer starts. What's in his arsenal? Amr Lahem. Im alacha kamosi charev zeh If I'm right, this tree is going to prove that I'm right. What does the Gemara say? Ne'ekar The tree jumped a hundred amas. That's a pretty big, nice proof. V'yamri la'arba me'as amas. I'm saying 400 amas. Amru lo, ein mivin raya min acharav. Don't bring me raya's from trees. Sorry. Chazar v'amr lahem. And then he says, imalacha kamosi, amas hamayim yochichu. Right? If I'm right, this, that river over there is going to prove that I'm right. Chazar amas hamayim lacharayim. The river started flowing upstream. So this is one step further. Beforehand was a nace for one second. Now it's changing nature. Changing nature. Water's going upstream. Sorry. We're not convinced. If I'm right, the walls of the base medrash are going to prove that I'm right. What happens? The walls started bending in. Goar Bahem Rebbe Yehoshua. Rebbe Yehu, Rebbe Yeshua, who was the Bar Plukta, he was arguing. Rebbe Yehoshua starts going, started like grumbling, Goar, like rebuking. Rebbe Yehoshua was like, hey, walls, don't move! And Rebbe was like, walls fall! So what happened? So Amr Laham, so they, they stopped in the middle. They stopped in the middle. Amr Laham, so he says, okay, I have to figure something out. Im Talmidah Hachamim Menatskin Zehazeb Alacha, Atem Ativchem, Lo Naflu Mikvodesh Rebbe Yehoshua, Velo Zaflu Mikvodesh Rebbe Lazar. Va'adayin matin va'omdin. They didn't go back up because the Rebbe Lazar's covered. They didn't go back down because the Rebbe Yeshua's covered. They st- stayed right there. They stayed leaning. Chazar va'amar lahem. Finally, he said, Im halacha kamosi min ha'shamayim yochichu. If I'm right, the heavens should show that I'm right. Yatsasa baskol v'yamra. A baskol goes out and said, Ma'alachem esa Rebbe Lazar. Sha'alasa kamosa b'chamakom. Ha'alasa kamosa b'chamakom. Basically, HaKadosh Baruch Hu declared Rebbe is right. So wouldn't that be good enough for us? Ahmed Rebbe Yeshua al-Ragla v'yamar ar-pasik lo bashamayimhi. It's not from heavens. Right? This is one of the most important sources for a topic of a separate shir. Halachic um, autonomy versus heavenly intervention. You know, when when do you say that Shamayim has some type of uh, say in the matter? This Gemara says clearly none. Right? No. I don't care that a Paschal said that Rebbe is right. Milo Bashamayimi, Amr Abirmia, Shikfar Nitna Torla Meir Sinai, Ain Anu Mashkichin Babaskol. We don't listen to Baskols. Shikfar Kasafta Bahar Sinai. Hashem, you already wrote in your Torah. This is Rabbi Shua talking to the heavens. You wrote Kasafta Bahar Sinai, Achare Rabban Lahatos. We follow the rove. Rebbe is outvoted. Sorry. And then at the end, the Gemara continues that they put him in Cherim because he wouldn't back down from Mishita even though he was outvoted, uh, etc. Okay, that's the Gemara. So that already is a Gemara to say over at a Shabbos table if it's never been said. But Tosas asked a simple question on it. This Gemara tells us clearly that you don't listen to a Baskal. But one minute, some might be familiar with another Gemara. The Gemara Mesechah's Erevin on Dafyud Gimel. I didn't give you that Gemara. Tosas here quotes it. The Gemara there says that Beishamah and Beishillel, as we know, had many, many arguments. Shammai and Hillel only had a few. Beishamah and Beishillel had many, many arguments. And they argued for many years. Who do we hold like? Who do we hold like? We hold like Beis Hillel. Why? 
Because the Baskol went out and said the halacha is like Beis Hillel. That's what the Gemara says in Eirin Daf Yud Gimel. The Baskol went out and said the, that the uh, halacha is like Beis Hillel because they learned Beis Shammai's words also and they were mocked in Diver Beis Shammai and Diverahim. But that Gemara says the Baskol said it. Says Tosus the obvious contradiction. The Gemara in Bametzia tells us that you don't listen to a Baskol. You don't care that the Baskol said the halacha is like a Balazar. And over there, the Gemara says, you follow the, the, we follow the Baskal. We all pass like Beis Hillel. There are Kabbalistic sources that say when Mashiach comes, we'll pass like Beis Shammai. But, at least right now, Alpinigla, we're Beis Hillel people. Say as Tosus. V'had amr perkamadi yavamos, da'alacha ke Beis Hillel, mishim diyatza Baskal, shiny hacha. Two answers Tosus gives. Shiny hacha, shebalachok al divrei Torah. The Baskol in our Gemara, but Metziah, Daphne, and Tess, is going against a halacha. It's going against the Torah. The Baskol tells us, follow the minority. Follow Rebbe opinion. We don't follow a, a, a Baskol if it goes against halacha. Halacha is you follow the majority. The Baskol says, follow the minority. No, we don't listen to that Baskol. Aval Hasam, but over there, Adaraba. Beis Hillel Ruba. Beis Hillel is the majority. It was a Basco with the rove. It was a Basco to strengthen the halacha. Beis was sharper. Beis Hillel was smart, was, was, was larger. So the Basco cleared up that you follow the majority like you think you would do. One answer of Tosis. Really? What does Tosis say? You do follow the Basco when it goes with halacha. The ode, second answer, says Tosis. The Baskol in Bometziah wasn't a real Baskol. Basically, Rebbe forced God's hand. Rebbe Lazar asked for a Baskol, I'm not going to give him one. I have to give him a Baskol. But that's not like a Baskol going out without any any motivational action by any of the Tanoim. Right? A Baskol in in, in Erevin, it was a Baskol that went out. How long was like Basilel? But here, it was a Baskol, but Lazar asked for it. So that's why, really, you do follow a Baskol, but this wasn't a real Baskol. Two answers in Tosfus, but again, we don't rely on heaven for halacha. We don't rely on heaven for halacha. Right, that's also, by the way, why the uh, one answer given to why the Gemara says all the questions that will be answered will be answered by who? Elio Anavi. Teku. Tishbi Yataris Kushis Vabayos. Why isn't it Meku? Moshe Yataris Kushis Vabayos. He's our greatest Rebbe. Moshe Rabbeinu. Why isn't it Meku? Not Teku? So one answer given is that Elio Anavi is still around in all He comes to every bris. Says the Perkei Rebbe Lazar. Moshe Rabbeinu. Vayamas Moshe. Eved Hashem. But Elio Anavi is still in all That's why he can answer the questions. Lo Bashamayimi. Can't come from, uh, can't come from Moshe Rabbeinu. That is one thought related to Lo Bashamayimi. Then comes the next phrase. Lo Me'ever Layamhi. Right? It's not Me'ever Layam. Lo Bashamayimi, Lo Me'ever Layam. So Chazal Darshan, on this line, Lo Me'ever Layamhi, that it is not found, Torah or Chuba is not found on those that constantly travel Me'ever Layam. Travelers for business. That's what the Gemara Darshan's. Right? If you're constantly traveling, you can't have a can't have a can't have a focus, can't have a have a structure. So the question is, you know, there are many of us that travel, right? Is there any chizuk that we could take from this chazal? There is no greater chizuk that we could take 
than the Hakdama to the Sefer Chachmas Adam. This should be required reading for anybody going into a type of business that they have to travel. Required text. I remember when I was a Rebbe at NYU, anybody who was majoring in the business school, required reading. That's everybody, but Hakdama to the Chachmas Adam. Chachmas Adam, the same, same offer as the Chayyadam. Rabbi Danzig, he was the Mechutin of the Grah. The Mechutin, one of the star pupils of the Grah. And it's Hakdama to Chachmas Adam, which is a safer on Yoridea. So, there he says, Vihine Yadati. In the little letters, I'll read it outside if it's a little, uh, you know, I've been magnifying glass. I know people are whispering about me, says the Chachmas Adam. Vayomru, and they say, which is the Lashin that when Shohanavi, Shohamelech, first got Nevuah, so everybody says, wow, Shohal has Nevuah, I never knew Shohal could have Nevuah. So I know there are people out there that say he's writing a sefer on Yeridea. Him, the Chachmas, he wasn't Chachmas Adam yet. Danzig's writing a sefer. Which, excuse the expression. I'm just trying to help your vart get get moving. But uh, he's writing a sefer. He's a businessman, right? Leipzig. shown him for 15 years. He's been going to the markets. The Torah tells us, That's his, that's the, what he's saying. Says the Chachmas Adam, Know my brother. I didn't go to make riches. That's first of all. You should know I didn't go there to make my third million. I didn't do that, says the Chachmas Adam. Rak lefarnes b'nei beisi. I needed a parnasa. V'yerushahi biyadim yavosei hakadoshim, and I have a mesorah from my father and his zayd and his zayd and his grandmother, etc., etc., who had a vision. Our family's not going to have money. We have that mesorah. We have that mesorah that we go make a living. We don't sit and learn. Amazing. The mechun of the grub was a businessman. So, says the Chachmadam, we have that Mesorah. And, and so and so, my, my, my Alta Zayda had ten ch- children and he had to support them, etc. He goes through. And then he says on line 18, Hashem, money is not my, to use last week's words, it's not my shelet. It's not what I believe in. You know, I have my money, that's what I need, but that's not my value. V'dalachachachi. Torah is what I've always yearned for. Like Chazal tell us about a woman. Okay, well, I'm not going to ask the doctors right now, but this is what Chazal tell us. If a woman has no idea of getting married, and she sits for 10 years without a husband, if she wasn't focusing on children, even at the time when she wasn't Shaykh yet, it won't come afterwards. But if she's focusing on it, then even if it takes the same amount of time, it's still there. If we're focusing on it, even if we can't do it right at that moment, it has the koach inside of us. The potential is still there. 
Whether that is medically proven today or not, the message is still true to us. Kacha isha Yisraeli says the Chacham Adam. So too, every Jew. If somebody leaves learning and it's out of their mind and it's totally not a focus, the power of learning, the power of leida, leida, right? Having being mechadesh. Being mechadesh is 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 giving birth to chidushim. But if it's because a person uh, can't learn at a certain moment, but it's because they're involved in something else, it won't leave them. It's still there. And let me tell you now from personal experience. When I was on the train, I was thinking about learning. When I was sitting in my business class seat, I was sitting and thinking about learning. When I was sitting in the store waiting for customers to come, I was thinking about learning. And it comes to me. And he's going to say, he's not saying that out, this out of gaiva. He's saying this out of, to be an inspiration to others. Sometimes in the middle of business deals, He says, many times throughout my, my dealings, I couldn't get my mind off the learning, off of the kasha, off of the ksos, off of this, off of that. And this is what this is what I did. So all of those of you out there who say I can't, I'm just telling you this is what I did. This is what I stood for. You're right. I went, but this is this is me. It's continuing when I do the whole thing, skip down to the first wide line. Right, my aveda was returned to me via idu alai hasochrim. And the merchants will testify. To put it in our terminology, a little green kahati in our pocket. Halavai, we should learn when we have all day to learn how much the Chachmaz Adam learned when he was at his business and his market. I'm not writing this to show off. I'm not showing this to be a Balgaiva. It's the Chachmaz Adam talking. Who am I? told us in If you learn a lot, so you learn a lot. Don't don't take it. Don't think of yourself as so great. Why? Right? Is it something to be so proud of that I learned in my free time? You have to do it. You have to do it. Everybody's a chiyah to learn in all their free time. So I'm not saying this. Chalila, skip a line. Lo zu aderech ha-Torah. Kemamar abitarfon v'yata b'chorin li'batam i'batam i'mena v'chiyavu zehu b'chol zman u'b'chol eis. V'ulai mimeni yomadu banai v'yotzei chalatzai im afilu echan me'elef v'yuli l'schus k'sas. Says the Chachmas Adam, this is why I wrote the Sefer. Just tested by the content of the Sefer. This is his hatama to the Sefer that he's allowed to write the Sefer. But I think it's a Musarasko for all of us that if any of us feel that we are too busy or the the um, traveling is too much for us to focus at all, so I think the Chachmazadim had a harder time. 
I think he had a hard time on whatever animal he was on in his day, but um, it should give us chizik of lo me'er layami, but we got to do our best. If we do our best and we're focusing on what we're supposed to be doing properly, so then even if we are me'er layam sometimes, uh, we will be fulfilling what we have to do. And finally, the third of the set, we spoke about lo ba'shamayim, lo me'er layam, and finally, kikaro ve'lecha hadavar ma'od, beficha u'bilvav chalasosa. It's close to you, it's in your mouth, and it's in your heart to do. In your mouth and in your heart to do. Oh, I'm sorry, I forgot the rush. The rush in Brachas just talks about, it's just, uh, I'll just mention it now, it's, it's related, the rush asks the same question that Tosfas asks in Brachas and Dafyad Aleph, why is it that whenever we do a mitzvah, we always have to make a bracha before we do the mitzvah? If we go into a sukkah ten times a day, with a separation in between, we always have to make a new bracha. Yet, if we put on uh, four pairs of tzitzes, or I take, take it off and I go to sleep for a couple of hours, I put it back on, you always have to make a new bracha. And yet, learning, one bracha in the morning. One, one bracha in the morning. Says the Rosh Shemesechah's bracha, it's a little clearer than Tosva says it. The Rosh says, because even if somebody is not learning, if they're focused on the learning when they're not, and they always hope to come back, so it says the Rosh, it's as if they never left. Exact the same idea as the Chachmas Adam, just without the whole Hashkafa. This is a halachic issue, the Rush says. They quickly do what they have to do so they can get back to the learning. Says the Rush, that is not a hefsik. Exactly what the Chachmas Adam says, it's as if he is, he is still involved in the learning. Okay, back to uh, what I just started before. The Ficho Chalasosa. Asks the Dudae Ruvain. The Dudae Ruvain, not one of our more common svarim, uh, is quoted here in the Tifa Parsha in source number eight. Source number eight. So what does the Pazak say? Beficha obavav chalasoso. A Dudae Ruvain kosaf. Yesh lodaktik. But mashamar beficha v'chazar obavav chalasoso. What's the usual process when we end up doing a mitzvah? What's the first thing? First we decide to do it. That's the first step. Inside. First we decide to do it. After we decide to do it, so then we can talk about it, we can figure out what we're going to do, and then we do it. It should be If you want to think about the order of the stages of what occurs, First should be the lave, and then the maisa. Why does it have dibur before the machshava? Vitirates. So he has a very creative answer. Vitirates. This is an answer that can only be given in the last 200 years. Couldn't be given before then. 300 years maybe. Vitirates, line 11. Shabalir Mos al remez nosaf hayadua v'devrei chachameinuzal. He quotes Chachameinuzal. I'm telling you, the last 300 years. Why? Shebiratzos adam l'kayim v'lazos ha-mitzvah. When a person wants to do a mitzvah, sarach lahaktim v'lomar, he has to say before he does it, so he has the proper kavana, l'shem yichud kutsha b'richu, hinini muchud m'zuman, l'kayim mitzvahs, da-da-dat. Asher bazem is yachid kutsha b'richu, shechinte. If you say the l'shem yichud, which is the minig of many, many with Hasidic roots, so, L'Shem Yichud, before you do the mitzvah, you say L'Shem Yichud, I should have the proper kavana, and my kavana should be connected to Hashem, and that itself impacts and makes me have proper kavana. So first comes Beficha. 
Beficha, first you say that. Then Bovavcha, then you get a, a, a pure heart, and then you do it. Beficha, Ubevavcha lasos, Ukshahoke, Osios Befib, when you say the letters, Azayachsho, Bilvavo, Viyachavay. You think it your heart, and then you do it. Bemesha Motsi, Mipiv, Inyana Yichot. Yea, Yichot Karoi, Kedas, Ukahalacha. That's what he says. He shouldn't say the word, do the mitzvah, and then your your heart's not into it. So first you say l'shem yichud. You think about whatever the mitzvah is, and then then uh, then you do it. That's b'ficha ubavavcha lasoso. That's one shot that he has. But just to be able to say in this year we don't favor any part of the Jewish religion, any any uh, straight. Uh, any line. So we have a Hasidish answer, and then we also have what the Mishnah answer would be. So the Notam Yehuda would say, "Come on." Now, well-known shuva within the world of the world of the Notam Yehuda. Notam Yehuda has a shuva where he has a shuva that you can't say l'shem yichud. Notam Yehuda lived in the 1800s when it was uh, p- first picking up steam. The minog of saying l'shem yichud. So in the shuva in Simon the Gimel, he is very forceful in how he views this new minhag. The al Next parrot, we'll come back to the end of the source eight after. Asher shal benosak l'shem yichud. Asher chadashim mekarov. Nispashit v'nifas b'sidurim. All of a sudden, all the sidurim have this. I don't know, my Alta Zayda says in Rabbi Huda, never heard of this. And all of a sudden, all the sidurim has l'shem yichud in front of every mitzvah. Just as Derech Agav, for some reason, l'shem yichud, by one or two mitzvahs, became mekubah. Svir Omer has mazel. Has mazel. Out of all the mitzvahs that you do. Everybody says, There's even a song for it. But, but what other mitzvah? Well, is there a hinini muchan before you shake a lulav? There is, but many people don't say it. They just shake the lulav. But says the note to me, I don't know where any of these comes from. So the question, so the questioner asked the note of Yehuda. I don't know who the questioner was. He probably was not a town of the note of Yehuda. What's the proper nusah for l'shem yichud? That was the question. Don't get him started. Don't ask me which nusach. Ask me, should you say any nusach, says the Nodabi Yehuda. This is a deep sickness in our generation. And the generations before us, they never knew this. And they were very righteous people. Our Zaydis, says the Nodabi Yehuda. Right? They were very righteous. They never heard of this. Um, Yichud. What in our generation says the Nodabi Yehuda? Ki azvu etorat Hashem umakar mayim chayim shnei atamud and bavli virushalmi. People for, for don't learn shas anymore. They don't learn shas anymore. We'll go do the history. What when did he live? 1900s. What 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 were they learning in depth? Lachzov lahem boros nishbarim umisnasim berum levavam. And they 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 raised themselves up. Says the Nodabi Yehuda. Kol achet Omar anochi haroe v'li niftachu sharei shemayim. I know, I know the streets of the heavens. And here's this line that made this tshuva famous. Line 11. If you look in certain tshuvas of the Nodah Yehuda, this line does not make sense because it was censored. It was censored. Like Tamar's Dafyomi, there's a line that's censored. 
But Ani Omer, you know what I call this generation? Pasukinavi. Yesharim Darchi Hashem. Sadikim Yelchuba. What's the end of the Pasuk? Uposhim Yikashlubam. That's the real Pasuk. But in the other view, that changes it to Vachasidim Yikashlubam. That's what he changes the Pasuk. You don't catch it unless you focus on it. Right? In some of the newer editions, another Behuda, they change it to Poshim Yikashlubam. You're like, what is he quoting this Pasuk for? Makes no sense in the context. But Vachasidim Yikashlubam. Vaharbi Hayali. I'm not taking a... I'm just reading the Nodah Behuda here. I, ha, I gave the answer in source number eight of Tiva Parsha. We're just giving uh, both sides. Um, Vahar I have a lot to say here. Aval, Kishem Shemitzvah So he says, you're obviously asking. You don't want to get too... I don't know if he mentioned the name of the student at the beginning of the Tshuva. I don't know. But I don't remember. But he says, you shouldn't say it. And then he continues. We're not going to read the whole thing. He says, what? Kavana? You need L'Shem Yuchan for Kavana? There's something else that we do for Kavana, and it happens to be thousands of years old. There's something called a bracha, a birchas ha-mitzvah, says the Nodah Yehuda. Isn't that supposed to get us into it? Isn't it? That's what he says in the next column. Right? Masha Kasav, line 5, Malato. Shetov liot ha-kesher ha-mitz, bedibur ha-shem ha-maisa, you gotta have a strong kesher. Right? Whatever, if there is no bracha, look, he says, he doesn't say the whole shame yuchud with the Kabbalistic. He, ani, if there's no, if you do a mitzvah without a bracha for whatever reason, ani no ibazel omar, in the osa dover zelakai mitzvah bari. But dai bazel, vein sarach yoser. So, that's all I say. Vakavana hu rak pirish amilos. Vakalatikun lomala naasime alehem. Think about what the words mean, everything else happens in heaven by itself. That's the no de bihud. The no de bihud would not give this answer to the question. A befichu vav chalasosa. But what answer would he give? The bracha. Just fit in the same answer. So whether you're saying L'Shem Yichud or you're saying the bracha, then you give the same answer to the question. Right? The same answer, B'fichu, B'vav, Chalasoso. So just substitute in, the Nodah Behuda would substitute in the bracha. One answer. But then there's a second answer about the order. And that is in the second column here, in the Teva Parsha. Line 8. O Yomar, Shemedaber Al, Limud, HaTorah. Before we do a mitzvah, before we get into doing the mitzvah, we learn about the mitzvah. Oh, Yomar Shabbat Aliban Torah. Kamosh Shabir's Rashi, Umasha Hikdim, Befichal, Lamilas, Lavavchal, Lorame, Seder, Amishnah. Tchila, Yisad, Osias, Bishnaso. First you learn about it, then you get your kavana into it, and then you do it. Befichal, that's Talmud Torah. Befichal, Ubilvavchal, La Asoso. Answer number two. Finally, a third answer. He doesn't ask it as a question, but he gives a shot that we can have as an answer. That's from Rabbeinu Bachai. Rabbeinu Bachai in source number 10. Rabbeinu Bachai in Befichel B'Avachal HaSosu is going to tell us that these three words aren't stages. They're not stages of, oh, they're out of order. Really, it's three categories of mitzvahs. Befichel B'Avachal HaSosu. The mouth, the lave of the maaseh, the hine, kol ha mitzvos nechlalos b'shlosha chalakam elu, 
All mitzvos are in these three categories. Ki yesh mitzvos atluyos bepeh, the yesh tluyos belave, the yesh be the yesh be be maase. Put in the air. Okay, the air on. Okay. Um, there are three types of categories of mitzvos. There are mitzvos that are tali bepeh that we say bedibur. Yesh tluyos belave that we do in our heart. Yesh be maase. What are they? What are these categories? We know maase action mitzvos. Peh. Mitzvahs that we do believe. What a belief. What a mitzvahs that we do believe. Belief in Hakadosh Baruch Hu, Yichud Hashem, Avas Hashem, Yiras Hashem. So three categories of mitzvahs. That's all it's referring to. There's no question. There's no order here. Beficha, Belvavcha, Laasoso. Then Alzeh Darshu Chazal even continues. This is even what Chazal means. Al Shlosh Dvarim Ha'Olam Omeid. One example of every category are the three pillars that the world stands on. Al Torah, Al Vod, Al Gemilas Chasadim. How so? Al HaTorah zu Beficha, like we just said, Beficha is Torah, right? You talk Torah. The Al HaAvodah, what's Avodah? Avodah Shebe Leiv. That's the evening. Zehu Belavavcha zu Avodah Shebe Leiv. The Agmilas Chasadim Zehu Laasoso. Three categories of mitzvos. What about why is it written in that order? Says the Rabbeinu Bachai. Uminayadua ki Mitzvos Atliyas Beleiv. The lave mitzvahs are the most cherished by Akadosh Baruch Hu. That's why it's in the middle. He says, "What's in the middle? The middle is the is the most is the is the unique place surrounded by the others." That's his suggestion. That that's why it is in the middle to be machshiv it like a bit like a great person walks with two people on the sides. He walks in the middle. So so too here. But either way, the answer to our question is three types of mitzvahs, not three stages of one mitzvah. Moving right along. Now switching, right? We have three or four thoughts on Nitzavim. We have to give equal time to the second parsha of Vayelach. Pasuk tells us in Paraglamad of Pasuk Beis, Moshe Rabbeinu says, second Pasuk in Vayelach, I am 120 years old today. 120 years old today. I'm 120 years old today. Okay, there's a Yerushalmi. Is Yerushalmi. Says Yerushalmi, quoting in source 11, beginning of the source. B'zayin ba'adar no'lan Moshe, u'b'zayin ba'adar meis Moshe. Moshe was born on the 7th of Adar, and he died on the 7th of Adar. Which, by the way, we mentioned in a Dafyomi share a couple of weeks ago, that we know there was only one birthday party mentioned in Tanakh. Only one, and all of Tanakh was only one birthday party mentioned. And that's Paro. The end of Parshish Miketz. One birthday party mentioned in Tanakh. But where do we see that Chazal talk about birthdays? Our birthdays are Jewish, Machlokas Aposkim, Machlokas Achronim, in terms of celebrating birthdays, the Ksaf Sofer made to see him on every one of his birthdays. But the Gemara in Megillah tells us that Haman thought that Adar was a great month because Moshe died, but he didn't realize that Moshe was also born in Adar. So what do you see from that Gemara? There's something special about a birthday. Something special about Moshe being was born. Oh, it gives it, it gives it something so special quality. So Chazal, we don't think about it. It's something telling us something significant about a birthday. Anyway, so says the Yerushalmi, Moshe was born in Zion Adar, Moshe died in Zion Adar. V'lama meis b'zayin, why did Moshe Rabbeinu die on Zion Adar? Ela shehigia erko she Yeshua limshol. It was time for Yeshua to take over. So Moshe died. Asks the Chuta Meshulash, quoted here in Kamosi Shalarav. L'chora, tamagon reb asher lemola levi migaluga. What kind of question is that? Why did he die on Zion Adar? Because it was Hafi Yeshua. He was 120. That's all he was supposed to live. He completed his days. 
Why did he die? Because Yeshua had to take over? No, he died because he was 120, and that's what people were supposed to live at that time. What are the Yushami talking about? Why did he die on the Sabbath? Of course he had to die on the Sabbath, because this was his time. Forget Yeshua. So he says, maybe we can answer the question with another question. A question of the Marsha. If you would go over to a child on their birthday after they have been six, and we say, how old are you today? They would say, seven. Right? If we go over to a person after they finished a year of being a certain age, and then we say, how old are you? They would say, the following year. Moshe Rabbeinu was born on Zion Adar. So on the Zion Adar, the day he died, what birthday was that? 121st. He was 121. It was his 121st birthday. Right? Because he was one. When 100, he lived 120 years. But he should have died on the end of Vav. To have 120 complete years. He was 120 and a day. Ask the Marshas. Why do we always say that? Moshe lived 120. He died on Zion Adar. It's like a person dies on their 121st birthday. What? So how, what do we say? How old were they? Oh, he was 120 plus one. So, so that's the Marshal's Kasha. Why did we say he was 120? And why did he say he was 120? I'm 120 today. No, he's more than 120 today. He's 120 plus a day. That's the question of the Marshal. We never think about this. The Lachara, line nine. Chaim Moshe Rabbeinu Befoal Me'ev Esrim Shana V'yomechad. This relates to it, just put it in brackets, we're not getting into it now, how Moshe Rabbeinu was 80 when he stood in front of Paro, and he was in the desert for 40 years, so what happened to those months of the Makos? So all the Mepharshim trying to figure that out. So again, not, not for now. So you can answer the Marsha, putting everything together. We have two Kashas. What does the Yerushalmi mean? And the Marsha is Kasha, about 120 plus 1. He quotes the Tosfus, Less than a month is not significant. If it's a year plus less than 30 days, it's still considered the previous year. It's not called into the next year yet. Even though you don't have Zayin Adar, one day, you're right, one day. But it's less than a month. A month has significance in halacha for this regard. Moshe knew he was dying that day. So he said 120. 120 a day doesn't matter. 120 a day is good enough. But then the problem is Moshe could have lived another 29 days. He could have lived, why, do you have to, why, why do you have to die today? If it would have been considered 120, wouldn't it have been better for Kalah Yisrael every single second that we could have had Moshe Rabbeinu? So, if you're telling me that one day is not significant because it's not a month, why didn't Moshe live another 29 days? That's the kasha of the Yerushalmi. The Yerushalmi says, Moshe Rabbeinu was born on Zion Adar, died on Zion Adar. Why do you have to die on Zion? What's Yerushalmi saying? What do we ask? Oh, no, because his time was up. No, his time wasn't up, really. After all, he already lived an extra day. Let him live an extra 29 days. And it wouldn't be called over 120 anyway. Answers the Yerushalmi, it was time for Yoshua to take over. That's why he had to die today. That's the Kasha, not just saying why he had to die in Zion. Elish Lefizi Yakasha, line 16. Why today? That's the Yerushalmi's Kasha, and that's the answer that it was time for Yoshua. And therefore, even though he could have lived 29, it would have been considered 20, it could, would have been considered 120, it's good enough. That's what we call a Harifus. 
a sharp thought that putting together Yushalmi and a Marsha and a Tosfus coming out all together that Moshe Rabbeinu Taka did live 120 years plus one day. Right, that's, uh, but it's considered 120 because that is, that is uh, what was significant. Okay, one more thought on the Parsha and then one more thought related to this time of year. Continue. Perak Lamed Aleph, Pasig Yudches. Lamed Aleph Yudches, Kodesh Baruch Hu is telling us through Moshe, Hashem says to Moshe, Ben Yisrael are going to sin, and then they're going to do tshuva, but when they sin, I'm going to be, get very angry at them, and Pasig Yudches, Va'anochi Haster Astir Panai Vayomahu. I'm going to hide my face. Hester Panim. Hester Panim. God's hidden face. Let's learn a thought about what Hester Panim means from Rav Pincus. Says Rav Pincus, this Bonin Mao Hester Panim. Yeshno Chefetz Hanikra Mechitza. Says Rav Pincus, there is something that is called a Mechitza. Something in the life is called a Mechitza, a barrier, a separation. What we call a Mechitza in Shul. Ha'havana Hashitchis Ha'ravachas Ba'olami. How do we usually look at a Mechitza? She'amechitza in Yana Hafrada Ha'archaka. We think a mechitza is there to separate, to barricade, to push aside. But if you think about the depth of what a mechitza symbolizes, not specifically physically what it does, but what it halachically does, what does a mechitza do? Sometimes it's not. It's just the opposite. Sometimes, and he's going to give three examples, through a barrier, through a separating, a, a physical separation, or a halachic separation, that itself allows proximity. It allows closeness. Just the opposite of what we think. First example, obviously, the most famous type of machitza, a machitza in shul. That separates between the men and the women sections. What's the purpose of a machitza? The purpose of a machitza is so that women feel distant. That's the purpose of a machitza? They feel far away? The machitza is what allows women to come into the shul. Without a machitza, you can't have women in the shul because they can't have men and women together. The mechitza is what allows the women to come to the shul. The Ramban says that the women see Hagba. The women should see Hagba. So what do you see? What does the mechitza do in shul? A physical mechitza is not there to create distance but to create the possibility of closeness. Another example. HaKadosh Baruch coming down to have a connection to B'nai Yisrael. What happened? HaKadosh Baruch came down to Har Sinai. What happened before he came down? What had to happen before he came down? Moshe Rabbeinu. Hagbel Esahar. Create a mechitza. Surround the mountain. Put borders around the mountain. If there's no border there, I can't come down, says HaKadosh Baruch Hu. The border around Har Sinai is what allowed HaKadosh Baruch Hu to come down and be close to us. 
the gvul, the mechitza, created the closest. Why is this? Says Repinkas Hatamze Pashut line six. How could Hashem come down and be close to man? It's impossible. It's phys- it's impossible for Hashem to be next to a person, whatever that means, without a mechitza. Try to put the sun one inch closer to earth than HaKadosh Baruch who created it. We'd burn up. One inch closer. Imagine if the sun comes more than an inch closer. Imagine if the sun comes into our universe. Forget it. We wouldn't be here if it comes one inch closer. And the, sh- the sun is just a, a, a servant of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. If HaKadosh Baruch Hu comes down to us, you need a separation in order to allow the closeness. Miyadu Nisra V'chalutin, Allah has come of a comma line 10. B'shosh Abor Yisbarach B'chvodu V'yatzma, Hashem is an Eish Ochla. We're going to get close to our God the only way if there is a separation, if there is a mechitza. The Beis HaMikdash as well. Right? HaKadosh Baruch will put his presence in the Kodesh Kadashim only through mechitza upon mechitza. Now we get to Gaulus. The Beis HaMikdash is destroyed. Right? A Jew, right? Uh, line 14, Beis HaMikdash HaYemakom Shekinah's Kodesh HaYizbarach Hashem was always there. Kishahigiyah Matzav Shabok Kvar Lo Haisa Lanu Efsharis Li Masim Mechitza Aso. We are not on the level anymore for Hashem to be close to us with just the mechitza of the walls of the Beis Hamigdash. So what does Hashem do? We know halachically Hashem never left. The Shekhin is still there. Right? That's why we're not allowed to walk on Harabayas to the Kodesh Kadashim. Right? It's not there. It doesn't say that Hashem left. What does it say? Our Pasik, Haster Astir. You know what Haster Astir means? You know what Hester Panim means? HaKadosh Baruch Hu wants to still be close to us. But we're not on the level to be close to him. So you know what? He has to put in a few more mechitzos. More mechitza and more mechitza and more mechitza. We think it's separating. We think it's distancing. But Hashem saying, no. If I put all these mechitzas, that allows me to stay close to you on the level that you're on. Like the mechitza in Shul, like the mechitza on Harsinai, like the mechitza in the Beis HaMikdash. We're just not on that level anymore. So HaKadosh Baruch Hu has to make himself even more hidden from us. More mechitza separating. That's, that's the Hanochi Aster Aster. He has to be even more clothed, but it's really, he's more covered up. But really, he's so close to us. And we have to realize that. And he just gives the mashal at the end of line 21. Imagine sometimes if somebody, if a father walks into his house on Purim and he's wearing a bear costume. Says thing, he's wearing a bear costume and all of a sudden the th- Three-year-old sees the bear and he jumps and ah, starts screaming. Ah! And then all of a sudden, the father takes off his mask, takes off the, the head, and the son sees. He jumps into his father's arms and says, save me, save me, there's a bear here. There's a bear here, save me. Kodesh Baruch Hu's in the bear costume. Kodesh Baruch Hu's covered up. What does the Navi say, line, 19, line 18? Dov orev huli. Your mio calls HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Baruch Hu is in the costume. Now, we have to realize it's just, it's Haster Aster. He's doing that so that he can stay close to us. That's Hester Panim. I guess similarly you could connect it to the first Vart that we said. The more low, the lower that we get, like the Chavetz Chaim said, the closer Bez Hashem it is to the Gul. One final thought related to, as we start this week in Yoni Slichus. You know, this, uh, the uh, Svardim amongst us have started already for a couple of weeks. 
But all of Klai, the rest of Klai Yisrael, the Ashkenazim, get into the act this month, Shabbos, this night of Slichus. So we know the main part of Slichus, the most important part of Slichus, are the Yud Gimomidos. Hashem, Hashem, even if we're not up to it, when the Chazan gets up to it, we say it along. Hashem, Hashem, Karacham, Mechanam, based on the Gemara and Rosh Hashanah. And there is, though, a specific piyut, not just the refrain that we say over and over again, but there's a specific piyut that we say one day of Aserasi Mechuva, and also we say by Ni'ila, called the piyut of Yud Gimomidos. And there's one phrase in there that really, for this whole time of year, has uh, important messages for us. If you see in the source 14, quotes the Yirgim Omidos, uh, the, the, the Payet, Yihi Ratzon Melfanecha Shomea Kol Bechios. Hashem, it should be your will. He who hears the voice of our cries, Shetasim Dimosenu Binodchalihios. You shall put our tears in your heavenly bottle, a node, Lihios to be, to save. So in the first phrase we say, Hashem hears the voice of our cries, and then we say, He should take our tears. Ask the Yam Simcha. Are we crying or not? Does He hear the voice of our tears? If, if it's a voice, then we're not crying. If we're crying, it's not a voice. He sees our tears. He takes our tears. Yesh l'hayra, shini alashun. We say, kol b'chiyos, shemas l'b'kol b'chiyos, and we say, dimoseinu. Is it is it a voice or is it the tears? And what and what is the voice of tears anyway? Kol kol bechios. So v'yeshlomar he says based on what the gemara says in brachas. Two he puts together a gemara and a shlokadish. The gemara tells us in brachas as we know even though sometimes the gates of prayer are closed, the gates of tears are never closed. The kol atfilos overes derech melitzim umakatrigim. Every tefillah that we have has to be examined as it goes up to Shemayim. Is this person worthy? Is this Tzibur worthy? When there are words, words are examined in Shemayim before it uh, it gets let out. It's not, it's not, there's a checkpoint. There's a machsom in Shemayim. If it's words, right? There's, there's, there's um, what's the word? What's the word? Um, profiling. Right? There's word profiling in Shamayim. We have to look at it and say, are these worthy to go up? Sometimes it'll be held there until, you know, we improve, maybe. And then the tefillah will be effective. But, Masha'en came line 15, tefillah sadema. If it's tears, if it's a tefillah of tears, it goes straight through, the, it, it has it has a HOV lane. Right? It goes straight up. There's no stopping if it's tears. Step one. Step two says the Shlaha Kadosh. When it says that the gates of tears are never closed, that doesn't only mean actual tears. Sometimes we're davening a davening of crying, even if we're not actually crying. It's a coal, Bechios. Im lafamim. Sometimes we're, we're, our hearts are too hard. Im lafamim. Ain't no bochamamish, or maybe our generation. We can't cry so much during davening. Ela mispal bechol bechi. Klomar bechol namuch v'nishbar keilu bochazeh. Zenechshav gamkin kebechi. That's also like bechi. Like it says in Tehillim, kishama Hashem kol bechi. The coal of my crying. So we tell Hakadosh Baruch Hu, Yehi ratzom lefanecha shomeya 
kol bechios. You hear the kol. Because even if I'm not crying, sometimes it's hard for me to cry. But I'm davening a tefillah of crying. Take that. It's considered crying. So shatasim dimoseinu benot cholios. Take it at zmos. Because shari dimos lo ninelu. So we should all make sure that we prepare ourselves properly to be able in a few days from now, the motzai menucha kidamnucha tchila, to be ready, to be in a state of kol bechios, to remember that everything's on the line, to remember that we should be zochet through our tfilos to ashnas uh, bracha, ashnas hatzlacha, ashnas as I said last week in shul, tavshinayin aleph, tiashnas edus eloki, should be a time of of heavenly heavenly testimonies. Heavenly testimonies, we should all be zochet to Ashnas, Shana, Umesuka.